Hello, Queens. Welcome to She Speaks Love, Women of the Bible series. We're so excited to share these incredible women of the Bible and highlight their personal story and their legacy. These podcasts will encourage, inspire, and share wisdom from God's Word as it relates to women in our unique circumstances. Let's get into their phenomenal story and the power of their voice. Today's woman of the Bible is the woman with the issue of blood, presented by Queen Arlicia. The woman with the issue of blood. And everyone, I know you may be sitting down, but I'm going to stand up because I'm just excited about this woman and to talk about her, and it's just got me stirred up because it has just blessed me so much. Um, and so I'm going to be reading in the text from, I'm going to come out of Mark, and I'm reading from the King James Version. So I'm going to start at Mark 5, I mean, chapter 5, I'm sorry, chapter 5. I'm going to start at the, um, let's see, I'm going to start at the 22nd verse. And we're going to stop reading at the 34th verse. So that's the King James Version is where I'll be reading from. Mark 5, 22 through 34 is where I'll stop. And it reads. So here, let me set the scene a little bit. Um, familiar passage, but we know here, if you could just take yourself and put yourself in this woman's place here that we're going to get to in just a few seconds where you can just imagine you are out amongst a bunch of people walking. Just imagine yourself out walking the streets and you have a bunch of people walking and you have Jesus amongst this crowd of people that you have been hearing about these miracles that he has been performing. And you have a man by the name of Jairus and Jairus' daughter was sick to the point of death. And you have J.R.S. as um, Jesus is walking through. We're going to see here where I'm saying this for a reason with about J.R.S. because I want you to just think how busy and how um, pulled on Jesus could have possibly been in this crowd right at this point. So it says, and behold, they're coming. One of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her that she may be healed and she shall live. So you have Jesus going through the crowd and he's already being pulled on. And so many people, it's probably, I just imagine it to be chaotic because they're hearing about all these things. You probably got other people that want something from Jesus and you got JRs now. He's pulling on Jesus and he's, he, and he's talking about my, my daughter. You know, my daughter's going to die. I need you, God. I, I, Jesus, I need you to come. And so um, it says and Jesus went in 24 with him. So now he's on his way to JRs to go 
to you about Jairus' door. And Jesus went with him and much people followed him and thronged him. Now thronged him to let you see just what this woman we're about to talk about it's already starting to get chaotic because you got JRs. He needs them. And then you got a lot of other people out around, uh, standing around. It says, when it says the word thronged in this version, uh, I looked up throng and it says, a place that has been thronged has been flocked upon. It has been filled. People are present in great numbers. And some synonyms is crowd, uh, crash, or to mob. So just imagine it is already chaotic. And you've got this woman that we're about to get into at 25. It says, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude wronging thee and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done that, this thing. But the woman, fearing, trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. It's pretty chaotic. I mean, Jesus is busy. At this point, he is busy. The people meant business. Guess who else meant business? This woman here, this woman who had an issue, she had an issue and she meant business and she was going to get what she needed. She was determined through all this chaos. I need something. I'm to the point that I'm sure she was tired at that point. And when she heard that, you know, I can just imagine it feeling like this is my last chance. This is the one thing that I know I got to try because I've tried everything else, right? So um, you have 12 long years. She had 12 long years of bleeding, this bleeding issue, and the Bible called it a plague. I like to call this woman the Psalm 23 woman. That's how I think, I think of Psalm 23 every time I think about this woman of faith, because she was a brave woman, and she understood the assignment. She understood the assignment. And the assignment was to walk through the valley and push through. Now I'm just going to begin reading my notes, you guys, that I, that I uh, took. So she, she pushed through. She pushed through the enemy. She pushed through the crowd. She had to push through going to all these doctors. She had to push through rejection. 
and the unclean label that she had from being, um, I'm pretty sure that pushed her into being uh, like a, a, a very isolated person forced to be an introvert because she couldn't be around people being that there was an unclean issue. So the assignment that she had was to get to Jesus and touch him, even if it's just to touch his garment. And I imagine her to just feel unworthy, but still, you're not really supposed to be out in the crowd, but today I'm getting in the crowd because today I'm going to press through and I've got a goal. I've got an assignment and that assignment is I've got to touch Jesus. I feel like, um, you know, if she could just get a touch, the enemy, you know, the enemy will make us feel discouraged. And you, I just, she's such a, 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 a woman that we should think about and think about how we as women, we go through so many things. And there's, there's just so many things in our life that we have to push through where, where um, some of us, our wives, some of us are mothers. Um, you have your job, or if you're running a and or if you're running a business, you have all these things. And then we 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 have this added thing that we have this issue we have once a month. There's just so many things you gotta push through. And for some women, that is an issue all along that brings about more issues, um, that once a month issue. And so it brings on hormonal problems and we as women got to press and she pressed that day. Right. So nevertheless, the enemy will make us feel discouraged or we should never stop trusting him, seeking him and learning of him and loving on him. That's what we should do in our lives. We should say today I'm going to face the crowd today. I understand my assignment. My assignment is to get to Jesus. Today, I'm going to get my healing. Today, I'm going to get that job. Today, I will pray and turn my children over into your hands, Jesus. It's always a press every day. But every day, if we just touch Jesus and give everything to him and push through, like she had to push through all those things, we will complete the assignment. I know first about hand about um discouragement from going from doctor to doctor. I've done it over and over and over and over, um, doctor to doctor, and leave with nothing. And it is very discouraging. And so I do know what that feels like. And um it can be very dis- discouraging. And so uh, you imagine trying to walk around, you just put yourself in her shoes. I mean, just think about having to walk around with whatever padded protection you have on. I mean, that that might be very um, uh, too specific, but think about it. If Y'all know when we have those times of the month, it's very uncomfortable. So just imagine having that issue all the time, every single day, 12 years. And, you know, it's not comfortable walking around with stuff you have to protect yourself with. And I'm sure she didn't, they didn't have what we had. Um, You got more choices now, but padded protection is very uncomfortable. 
you know, you got to be careful how you walk. I just imagine she didn't care for how she moved, how nothing shifted. She had a goal. She had an assignment. She didn't care. I mean, down to that very thought of everything. She let everything go. I don't care what happened. I'm getting to Jesus. I'm going to touch his garment today, regardless of how I feel what's going on. Um, how, how, if I got to crawl with my protection on, if it shifts, I'm going to get there. And so I have some analogy that I want to share um, to compare her. Um, I suspect if she was an athlete, being a track star, she ran the race, she jumped some hurdles, she didn't stop until she got to the finish line because she understood the assignment. I suspect she was like a baseball player hoping to knock it out of the park so she can run base to base and make it back to home without having an out being called on her because she understood the assignment. I suspect she was like a tennis player, ball going back and forth, court to court. That's the doctors bouncing back and forth from doctor to doctor until after hitting the ball back and forth until she finally hit it over and it couldn't get hit back no more um, because she finally hit one that couldn't get sent back. She touched Jesus. She understood the assignment. I suspect she was like a, a, um, a basketball player. You know, she hit the three-pointer, one for the father, one for the son, and one for the Holy Ghost because she understood the assignment. I could see her as a football player wanting to get through the crowd and score a touchdown. All those passing yards representing all the years that she had to keep going, carrying that issue just like the players carrying a football through their opponents because she understood the assignment. I could see her as a fisherman, baiting the hook, hoping to catch a fish that day. The doctors were the fish. I'm sorry, no, no, the doctors weren't the fish. She, if she was a fisherman, and let's say she put the bait on the hook, you got the, the, the bait is the money going on the hook that she put in the doctor's hands and the doctor was the water. She was hoping that some kind of cure would come out of that water because she understood the assignment. And what was her assignment? It was, first of all, to have faith that she could touch it. She knew what would happen. So she had faith as her assignment. And without work, she knew that there was dead. So um, she embodied what would happen if she could but touch his garment. Her faith was working through the very power of the finished words of the cross that we depend on today. If we don't give up and we don't stop striving, if we don't stop believing, seeking, asking, and knocking, if we don't stop loving others, if, if we continue to forgive others, God will deliver us. He will heal us. He will give us peace during the storm. He will feed us and clothe us and et cetera, et cetera, and on and on. You already know everything exceedingly and above and abundantly that we can ever ask or think if we just understand the assignment. She taught us to keep going no matter what it looks like, when it hurts, um, when it gets throngish, like, like, like the crowd was thronging. She taught us to never give up when it gets strongish. You got to push through. I don't care what you got to push through. I don't care who you got to push through. If you know God told you that a certain job was yours, 
if they said it, whatever excuse or reason they give you, you go back and you go back again because you understand your assignment. Jesus said, yes, you must keep going. So when we are shunned, lied on all these things, we must understand our assignment. She had a choice. She chose life. She was a woman of faith, perseverance. She's resilient. What we will choose is up to us if we understand our assignment. And I really hope this encourages somebody to push on just like she did. She was determined. We have to be determined. We can't give up. I've been, like I said, to doctor, 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 doctor for so many issues and one particular same issue. And I have not given up yet. And that is what we have to stand on, that one day we're going to touch the right point in Jesus somewhere and we will be made whole. And, you know, the kingdom, the, the word tells us that the kingdom survives and about taken by force. So that's what we got to stand on. And I want to uh, pull up, let's see. God had gave me a song. And I meant to pull it up on my laptop, but I have it on my other phone. As I was thinking about this woman again this morning, and I don't know, some of you might have heard this song, Hallelujah, Anyhow. And that song is a song that he gave me when I was thinking about this woman. And it reads like this. Any of you been wondering about your deliverance? Look like it's so long coming. But I want you to know you've got to find your comfort zone. And when you find it, get in it. Satan does not belong in front of you where he can lead you. He doesn't belong beside you where he can whisper in your ear. Neither does he belong behind you, but he belongs under your feet. Reach over and touch somebody and tell them he belongs under your feet. Hallelujah. Anyhow, don't let your troubles get you down. If Satan blocks your way, stand right up and say, hallelujah. Anyhow, hallelujah. Anyhow, don't let your troubles get you down. If Satan blocks your way, stand right up and say, hallelujah, anyhow. And then it says, can I say that one more time? Hallelujah, anyhow. Don't let your troubles get you down. If Satan blocks your way, stand right up and say, hallelujah, anyhow. And that is just like this woman. She said, hallelujah, anyhow. She wanted to keep going. She didn't give up. She said, now that I know what it is I got to do, if I can but touch something that's going to change me, that is what I'm going to do. I'm striving. I'm going to push through this crowd. I'm going to get to this strongest place and I'm going to get to Jesus. And so that is just very encouraging to me to keep going um, as we just go through so many things in life. I mean, I'm sure we all could just it would take forever to sit and talk about all the things that we go through and even me going through right now. So many things. Um, I hope this just encourages somebody, you guys, as she has encouraged me to, we just got to keep going. We just got to keep going. We're going to get there. We just got to keep going and we definitely got to be determined. So that's all my thoughts that I had. 
on this wonderful woman that has very greatly encouraged me. So that is all I have for for that. Thank you guys for listening. Queens, thank you so much for spending time listening to She Speaks Love podcast and being part of this amazing Sister Keeper community. Our heart is to bring you content that is educational, inspirational, relatable, and it encourages you to share the power of your voice. So you don't miss any of the conversations, we invite you to subscribe to She Speaks Love wherever you listen to podcasts. Please like, comment, and share. Follow us on our blog at shespeakslove.com. Links are in the show notes. To help support She Speaks, donate via our website as well as select She Speaks Incorporated as your favorite charity on smile.amazon at no extra cost to you. Links are in the show notes below.